Hi, next is again a story. I felt it quite interesting and inspiring. It's titled My Dream Car. It's written by Alana Nash. When I was a child growing up in Kentucky, USA in the late 1950s, I lived in a constant fear of horses, cats, dust, shellfish and tomatoes. My allergy to seemingly benign things were so severe that I spent much of one year in the hospital running a high fever. Doctors never really knew what caused it, but finally put it down to an overloaded immune system. By the time I was 7, I had had enough needles to last a lifetime and I didn't relish thrice weekly allergy shots. Our family physician was a kind but gruff old bird and I didn't know what to think about him. He breathed noisily through his mouth and asked me all kinds of questions about school and my dreaded violin lessons while he passed the cold end of a stethoscope across my chest. I didn't care much for his bedside manner, nor for his run-down office in what was then an old people's part of town. Yet, I readily went not to improve my health, but because I knew I would get to see, parked along the curb, his automobile, a 1952 MGTD, a British convertible with plastic windows, spoked wheels and preposterous running boards. My heart leaped. It was romantic. It spoke of overseas adventure. It was class and sports car status. I was completely captivated and I swore that one day I too would own one. That day I made a vow when my troubles were over I would own an MG a red one Years later the worst of my allergies over I was a journalism student and in 1971 for one semester of my first year I was lucky enough to study in England which jump started my dreams not a day went by that i didn't see an elegant little mgtd tooling about the countryside but such a car was impractical in kentucky where i would surely return after college where would i find parts for such an exotic 20 year old runabout and who would work on it i filled my mg imaginations away as a silly obsession I sold my book Golden Girl a biography of television news reporter Jessica Savage to Hollywood The rise in my income accompanied by a story about the movie rights sale in a local business paper triggered an audit from the tax department It came in 1992 just as I was moving away from my parents and 
buying my first house a jewel box of a home designed by a famed regional architect in a timeless neighborhood even though i had paid my taxes i was terrified of what would happen i decided not to buy the house but since i had already packed i moved in with my best friend judy may then an investment banker until the matter was resolved my tax attorney said it would take about 3 months to appeal it took forever my friendship with judy suffered although i was paying her rent she had hoped to sell her four bedroom home downsize downsize to a rented townhouse and eventually move out of state couldn't you just wait until the audit is finished i pleaded i was embarrassed to still be living with my friend but i really didn't know where i would go and i was angry that my life had been put on hold even though i was a working journalist with three books to my name and a motion picture about to be made from one of them i felt like a failure almost middle aged i had no prospect of a home of my own one day judy was outside doing some gardening and i suddenly heard her voice alana come out here two doors down the neighbors had a visitor someone driving an italian red mg td a kid car but still classic and snazzy a kid car i learned is a replica automobile manufactured in pieces and assembled by a builder who also supplies the engine i hated the thought of not owning the real thing but a kid car seemed far more reliable than an ancient original and i liked that most of its fiberglass components were interchangeable with those on its classic predecessor that day i made a silent vow to myself that when my appeal was over i was not only going to have my own place but i was going to have that automobile i would want it for 35 years mine too would be unmistakably red and a half years and thousands in lawyer and accountant fees resolved the matter but the appeal was finally settled in my favor the episode had taken a toll on my nerves my finances and even my re- relationship with judy who graciously put me up for that entire time it took several years more to get the car made the manufacturer of the kit went out of a business before sending all the parts to my builder john yo who started my project with more than 80 mg kit cars under his belt it was a day to remember in 1996 when john whom i affectionately called the father of my little red baby turned the corner of my street with a shiny mg td on the back of a flatbed truck i could have sworn that its chrome grill listening in the sun winked at me 
little roadster is one of the true joys of my life i may be a published writer but i almost never feel as successful as when i drive that car when i rub my hand over its solid mahogany dashboard when i flip a toggle switch for its big yellow fog lights and when seemingly everybody from a rosy cheeked child to a crinkle faced grandparent gives me a thumbs up as i pass by i am proud that i held on long enough to make a dream come true and i have learned that not only is it important to stick up for what is right it is also important to reward oneself to be able to map the emotional and financial journey towards feeling whole again often that's a long road for me at least it is one best traveled in a british convertible